contrary to popular belief, we pastors do not show up on Sunday without any preparation, but we, like all the people of God, need to continually study the scriptures and hear what new thing God is saying to us. Join us for Alter Echo Text Study as we show you how we study the scriptures to prepare for worship. Good morning, everyone. I, well, I say good morning because Pastor Kim and I are sitting here in the morning, which is what we often do mm-hmm. for our text study podcast. But we are um, doing this week ahead of time because Pastor Kim is going to be gone next week so that we can have a podcast out there for you for this next uh, passage from Luke, which is really a wonderful one. It is. We come back to this often and, and think about... Um, resurrection themes mm-hmm. that occur before in the story that occur mm-hmm. before Jesus is even resurrected. That's right. Obviously, That's right. this was written far after, sure. you know, 30, 40 mm-hmm. years after Jesus' resurrection. However, that theme mm-hmm. comes up in the gospel story, which is right. like a great seed planting. It is. That's right. And you'll find out more as we go about that. I know. The seed yeah. planting of it. Yeah. It's a good one. So what are you going to read for us today? Uh-huh. And then, um, you know, let's let it unfold. But I'm, I'm really anxious for this. This is good. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, this is the story. Uh, it's called in the subtitle, The Rich Man and Lazarus, mm. um, which, of course, as you open your Bibles, all those subtitles are just added in. They're not actually part of the text right. themselves. So just a r- little reminder there. Um, but this is found in Luke chapter 16 starting with verse 19. You can follow along if you've got your Bible. There was a rich man who dressed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. At his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who longed to satisfy his hunger with what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs would come and lick his sores. Well, the poor man died and was carried away by the angels to be with Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. In Hades, where he was being tormented, the rich man looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. He called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in agony in these flames. But Abraham said, Child, remember that during your lifetime you received good things, and Lazarus in like manner evil things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in agony. Besides all this, between you and us, a great chasm has been fixed, so that those who might want to pass from here to you cannot do so, and no one can cross from there to us. Hmm. So the rich man said, Then, Father, I beg you, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may warn them, so that they will not also come into this place of torment. Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. They should listen to them. But he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. He said to him, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced, even if someone (laughs) rises from the dead. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Is that how you're going to end it on on Sunday, too? Before (laughs) you say this is the gospel of the Lord? Lord. (laughs) Maybe. Just to set the tone, right? (laughs) Because you have this like ominous, like hang at the end of it is. this passage. It's it's sort of like, well, what now? You yeah. know, and there's no more dialogue and no reaction, and it's just yep. That's it. Yep, there it is. That's it. So okay. so praise to you, O Christ. Praise to you, o Christ. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. We're not being irreverent here. It's just no. that there is a bunch of humor. 
there in is. this story also. I mean, it's, right. it's laughable, yeah. you know, uh, goofiness in, right. in some of the right. um, dialogue from Lazarus mm-hmm. or from the rich man. From the rich man. Yeah. 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 yeah you can almost, I, you can almost hear Abraham just trying to patiently explain, yeah. no, that's not how it's going to work. Yeah, yeah. You know, you always thought it would work that way because you tried right. to control everything because you had the resources. But right. So no now. wonder you think Lazarus can come, continue to come and just wait on you yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's, it's laughable arrogance, laughable mm-hmm. yeah. um, entitlement, you know, laughable, yeah. really small perspective because that's mm-hmm. how little your world became when you thought mm-hmm. you could control everything. And right. And the rich man is dead serious, right? Yeah, totally. It's, it looks it's, like it's, it. It's laughable yeah. humor to us, but the rich man is dead serious yeah. that he he thinks, no, uh-huh. oh, we ha- there has to be something we can do. Yeah. You know, there must be something that I can control even yeah. now. Yeah, it's right? ridiculous. Yeah. And yet... We can, you know, and maybe this is laughable toward us also, but we can put certain people in that category that we know. That's right. Um, and maybe even it turns out we ourselves. Probably. You right. Know, what That's are the right. what are the assumptions that we make that are just mm-hmm. you know, we think they're we're entitled to or mm-hmm. we get used to. Right. Because we've been living under those assumptions or even illusions yeah. in this life for yeah. a long time and yeah. And we all have things in our blind spots that we don't see, right? Absolutely. Right. So in that way, the rich man is all of us because we, we all Good. have things that we just don't see, mm-hmm. that we don't realize mm-hmm. are maybe um, working in our benefit that aren't working in the big picture yep. of things. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, we just, this is a total aside, but it's related. Sure. Um, we have a book group today at mm-hmm. church that is going to discuss a book called Anxious People. Mm-hmm. And the whole book is about mm-hmm. getting past every facade, every layer of self-protection um, that yeah. we, you know, have or, or try to put on ourselves to kind of mm-hmm. hold people off to know yeah. who we really are. Mm-hmm. And it gets down to who we really are. And we realize that we are yeah. the people so in need because we've tried to mm-hmm. become somebody we really aren't. Mm-hmm. And here's Lazarus, you know, his yeah. whole life is being laid bare here. Yeah. He's completely vulnerable. That's right. Has, has right. nothing no. anymore. No. And so he's got to be dependent on mm. something. So all of his attempts at security through financial means did not actually produce the kind of security that matters for him. At least for now. At least for now. You know, oh maybe boy. maybe there was a benefit. It's like you got your good things in your life. Yep. I mean, Jesus is saying, yep. or Moses, Moses yep. uh, or Abraham, I'm sorry, there we is, go. is saying, you know, you had your good things. Mm-hmm. You tried that. Yeah. And yeah, it might have worked for a while. Mm-hmm. You might have lived in a gated community. You might have had enough money to kind of hold off some things mm-hmm. that you didn't want to deal with, mm-hmm. um, but not anymore. Right. Now you got to, mm. you know, pay the piper or be aware of reality. Yeah. And live with the consequences of your choices. Yeah. 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 Right. Which is kind of the echo that we hear with his plea for his brothers at the end. Yeah. Right. Warn them, Warn them so that they might not have the same fate as me, yeah. you know, yeah. which is, to his credit, a shred of compassion, maybe, on behalf of his brothers. Even though it's still self-centered because uh-huh. it's just about his little circle. His but, little, right, right. Yeah. His own people. Yeah. 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 So what do you make of, um, I mean, there are some kind of mm-hmm. quintessential cliched yeah. images of heaven and hell here. Right. The great chasm. The chasm. Yeah. The fire. The fire. The yes. torment. Uh huh. What do you make of that? Yeah. What would you do with that if somebody said, "Well, mm-hmm. there it is. Some of mm-hmm. us are going to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Some are going to go to hell and mm-hmm. burn." Yeah. You know what do you? Mm-hmm. What's your response to that? Mm. 
Well, I think like many things in scripture, when we hear about heaven and hell, there's a lot of metaphor here. And especially knowing that this is a story with a lot of humor in it, Mm -hmm. we might not be, it might be not be too much of a stretch to Hmm. say that some of these things are exaggerated slightly for if, for effect, right? In a story that employs humor. Um, We don't really know what the agony is. It doesn't really specify in a big way um, unless we get too caught up in the details, Mm -hmm. you know, of trying to pinpoint exactly, you know, what fate awaits us so we can try to avoid it too, right? Maybe the bigger picture is this is just a wake-up call for us to to live in a way that that would reflect our values now. So that we don't have to live in fear of possible consequences. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is this is a parabolic kind of a story. You know, we have a apparently a Mm -hmm. a real rich man and a real guy named Lazarus. Sure. But then it goes into a dream Mm -hmm. kind of a scene. You know, where Abraham shows up and there's this conversation and everything. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, once a person dies, we and I, Jesus is telling the story, I guess. So maybe he's foreshadowing some things that he knows that we can't know. Sure. Um, but sure. here we have this dream sequence, and mm-hmm. you know, is it meant to mm. to scare us straight? Mm. You know, is fear a motivator? Is always the question when right? it comes to faith. Oh my goodness, that's a tough one. Yeah, yeah. but I, I'm with you. You know, mm-hmm. metaphorically, mm-hmm. do we say, well, you know? Um, there are consequences to mm-hmm. how we live our life. And mm-hmm. maybe the fiery stuff is even consequence that happens in our mm-hmm. lives because of our choices, too, mm-hmm. before yeah. we die. Yeah, that's right. And that some of the consequences that, that happen because of our choices are the consequences that others bear, too, right? Good, good. I mean, we really see mm-hmm. that, too. So it's not just mm-hmm. what are the consequences for you, but what are the consequences that Lazarus bore the whole time? Sure. You had, it sounds like, a daily opportunity to show mm-hmm. even a shred of compassion mm-hmm. and... What's the phrasing here? Um, to satisfy his hunger with what fell from your table. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. it, it really would have been pretty easy for you. And mm-hmm. so you're faced with seeing the consequences for Lazarus sure. when you seem to just ignore them every day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is it a story about social justice or compassion? Mm-hmm. Is it a story about, mm-hmm. um, you know, faith in mm-hmm. what we hope for? which causes us to hopefully live differently now mm-hmm. versus, you know, some kind of fear of being separated from God, mm-hmm. even if that's separation in eternity mm-hmm. in a particular way. Sure, sure. Huh. I had a, my internship supervisor and I had a, mm-hmm. I'll never forget this. It was just mm-hmm. one of those conversations that sure. stuck with me, but we were talking mm-hmm. about heaven mm-hmm. one day in his office. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that he kind of thought heaven would be Wherever God is, obviously, and God draws people to God. Sure. But the people who just hated God or mm-hmm. didn't want anything to do with God sure. were the ones that were going to be kind of on the outside of the mm-hmm. scene. Sure. You know, that, that here's this scene of all these people who love God, love Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. are being reunited with loved ones. Sure. You know, this is the bring, great bringing together of of everything and the healing and then these other people are there Mm -hmm. they're not they're not in a fiery hell necessarily but they're there on the outside looking in because Mm. they still couldn't bring themselves to still couldn't get it get this you know or want it you know or believe in it and so they're they're kind of stuck sulking Mm. I I always thought that was kind of a curious but I almost feel like insight there yeah Yeah. almost feel like this maybe informed that a little bit yeah well, and that that example can, I think, speak to this a little bit too, right? I think we maybe um, assume that this is a physical chasm, mm-hmm. 
Mm. right? But maybe it's an internal chasm, right? Something inside that keeps us, holds us back from getting there, right? From getting to the place that we would want to live in the kind of um, heavenly family, the kingdom of, you Mm -hmm. know, compassion and equality and Mm -hmm. wanting everybody to have enough, Mm -hmm. right? There's something within us that holds us back too. Um, And maybe if that chasm has built up your whole life, it's really hard for that to come down and for you to to experience that even in a later part of your life or in new life. In eternity. Yeah. 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 So my my hope and and probably theology, I suppose, has always been that that that's the final, mm. you know, even even Paul talks about the final struggle being, you know, being sin and death, yeah. you know, to be overcome. Mm-hmm. And the final struggle is this, you know, moment or whatever where we face our God. Mm-hmm. And that chasm is there, mm. internal, spiritual, whatever it is. Sure, sure. And, um, and everything that God is about mm-hmm. is about breaching that chasm, mm-hmm. bridging it. Mm-hmm. You know, erasing it. Yeah. Coming in with open arms of mm-hmm. right. embrace and healing. And, mm-hmm. and that that's God's prerogative. It's God's yeah. power. We can't do anything about that. Mm. It's kind of the greatest hope. Right. You know, that if right. God's going to create mm-hmm. something and bring it back to mm-hmm. created, you know, reality, yeah. then God can do that too. And isn't that maybe where the end of the story, as much as it feels like a cliffhanger, yeah. sort of points us to, sure. hopefully pretty pretty directly for mm-hmm. those of us who hear, who know the end of the story, right? Yeah. Um, that Jesus does raise from the dead, mm-hmm. right? Um, Jesus bridges the chasm to come to us mm-hmm. um, as a human, mm-hmm. a divine human, right? Jesus mm-hmm. bridges that chasm to get to us so that it can be abundantly clear if it's been, you know, not clear enough yet. Yeah. And then Jesus does the extra bridging the chasm yeah. of raising or being raised from the dead you know so well and doesn't the end of the story you know come to an end with the limitations Mm -hmm. of human beings Mm -hmm. you know go to my brothers yeah give them a warning well Mm -hmm. if it didn't work for the rich man Mm -hmm. it's probably not going to work for his brothers who are in the same boat too right you know so there's this limitation yeah and they hit a brick wall they hit a Mm -hmm. wall and only jesus can shatter those brick walls yeah 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 that's right so maybe it's a, a speaking of a hope to the limitations that we have, right? The things mm-hmm. that we are stuck in and can't get beyond mm-hmm. in order to really get it and get on board yeah. with the vision of the kingdom that God has. Well, yeah. Jesus is going to ultimately go beyond that final chasm to get to us mm-hmm. and to get us on board, Yeah. right? So what uh, what about a, a challenge through this story mm. um, to people to, um, to do their own self-searching? Mm. And not just self-searching, but being really, really honest and mm-hmm. becoming vulnerable. I mean, that's sure. a hard word for so many people to yeah. think about. But, right. you know, saying something like to themselves, um, I really want to be more of who I really am. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to, I kind of want to admit the barriers I've put up. Mm-hmm. And I, I realize that that's hard and it mm-hmm. could be, it could be even, um, yeah. I mean, dangerous isn't the right word, but mm-hmm. it could be really um, a hard thing for some people to do because... Mm-hmm. They've had to erect barriers just to just right. for their own self preservation. Right. Right. But right. even, even yeah. internally, could they say, These are the things that I mm-hmm. have put up that I yeah. that are clouding my vision? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
taking away my trust in God yeah. and yeah. whatever. Yeah, I just um, was listening to a podcast the other day that talks about a little bit of this quality. And the way that they talked about it was, um, you know, you built up those defenses probably when you were a child because you needed them to feel safe. Yeah. And you can thank yourself for, for acting safely before mm. and say mm. that I don't need to feel safe in those ways anymore. Right? I'm yeah. safe in without that yeah. now. So thank yourself for trying to do, to, to have survival mechanisms, mm-hmm. but to recognize that I don't need those anymore, mm-hmm. right? And try to let them go mm-hmm. little by little. Yeah. 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 I think that's an interesting way to think about that mm-hmm. with a little bit of self-compassion rather than just self-judgment. Oh, that's, to say, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because because ultimately, I mean, maybe giving the, the rich man too much credit, right? Maybe it was a, a security measure at the, at the very beginning that led him to... Um, the economic life that he had for himself, sure. right? Uh, maybe it was maybe it was first out of scarcity or fear, mm-hmm. right? Out mm-hmm. of out of safety. Um, so, or to, he may he may have just fallen into it. Sure, right. You know, this could have right. been mm-hmm. he could have been born into this totally. this cast, right. you know, and right. didn't know any different. This mm-hmm. is what you do. Yeah, yeah. Folks did it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I yeah I like that. Um, I mean, I think I do think one of the you know, just the maturation mm-hmm. processes that we mm-hmm. that we hopefully go through. Yeah. You know, when we become ourselves, you know, we mm-hmm. self-actualize, sure. um, and we 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 separate ourselves from you know our parents' umbilical cord and all that kind of stuff. Is hopefully being more of ourselves than, mm-hmm. and even as we get older, we realize that some of the things that we thought yeah. we needed, mm-hmm. you know, while we were trying to make our mark in the world and all that weren't as important at least now as they were back then sure and we we let go of some of those things and, mm-hmm. and hopefully become even more honest about who we are and more real and genuine mm-hmm. yeah. and authentic that's yeah. that's a good thing right hmm. so to, to spin that with yeah. this story we literally see the rich man couldn't take him with couldn't take it with him right mm-hmm. that old phrase you can't take it with you when yeah. you go good you don't need to take it with you yeah right In fact, so you shouldn't. to say right right mm-hmm. it, it is not only um, unnecessary, mm-hmm. but it really is freeing for us yeah. to open ourselves up into a life yeah. that acknowledges that not only can we not, can we not take it, but we don't need to take it with us, right? We mm-hmm. can shed some of those things that aren't serving us and are holding us back from living into our fullness of life yeah. and into an aliveness in God, right? Mm-hmm. And open our lives into a way mm-hmm. that acknowledges that we that God provides the ultimate mm-hmm. safety and security for us, mm-hmm. and that gift is His love. Yeah, isn't that? Think about all the conditioning we undergo. Mm. As pro- I think I, I, we would say this as Americans too, mm-hmm. and probably as Americans who are who don't struggle sure. financially or economically all the time. That's a whole different ballgame mm-hmm. that I don't know enough about because I sure. haven't had to do that. But sure. um, think about all the conditioning that we undergo that says that accumulation. Mm-hmm. is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So in other words, over our yeah. lifetimes, we accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. We maybe give some away or get rid of some, but sure. ultimately we have more mm-hmm. in the end than we had in the beginning. Right. And people think that that's just automatically a good thing. Mm-hmm. And here, deaccumulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, spiritually and even then in real ways, tangible ways, mm-hmm. is kind of the call of of Jesus mm-hmm. that right. we let go of something so that we can be more alive to to God and to each other mm-hmm. and we don't have as many you know layers of barrier mm-hmm. that we've put up even even if it's accumulated goods and possessions mm-hmm. 
it almost gives me the image of um, chipping away at a brick wall that yeah. can, can be open to what's on, to the the oh. mystery of what's on the other side. Yeah. When you chip one brick away each time, mm-hmm. you can let things go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can I think about it as one of those little chocolate eggs no. that you have to eat <laughs> till you get to the little chick on the inside or whatever? What? Yeah, it's an old Easter little thing. <laughs> no. Great. <laughs> I'm going I'm so with happy it. for you. <laughs> I am using that as my you chipping can away use thing. That. That's right. <laughs> you get to the little prize in you the get middle. To the little prize. You know, and that's where uh, it is. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah. Mm. So that we discover when we can let go of some of those things, mm-hmm. right? What the true value, mm-hmm. the true, I don't want to say reward, mm-hmm. but the true prizes for mm-hmm. us. So to me, I'm hearing themes in this as we go further mm-hmm. about, you know, being proactive, mm-hmm. doing doing maybe even the hard work of thinking through this now while we're alive. Mm-hmm. So we don't get to the place where the rich man was and then we're stuck, mm-hmm. you know, needing God to mm-hmm. rescue us. Yeah. Um, but deaccumulation, mm. simplifying, mm-hmm. downsizing, yeah. um, becoming yeah. more free of, yeah. of those things that sometimes have control over us. Because when we do, perhaps we're a little bit more free to prioritize our relationships, yeah. like the real human that was laying at the gate, Good. right? Mm-hmm. And with with himself mm-hmm. right the rich man can be free to more focus on his relationship with his with himself and his neighbor yeah instead of with his things yeah uh-huh. well and you, yeah exactly what if that led the rich man to rethink things and his own priorities mm-hmm. and then he could have since it looks like he might be the first of in a line of six brothers sure um he could have some influence over five other brothers mm-hmm. That might end up, yeah. you know, causing them to do the same thing and having mm-hmm. kind of a, kind a really of an great awakening. Impact. Yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot here, isn't there? There is. That's why it's such a rich story. See, we need to have a. We don't have a. Our as our Lutheran, um, our Lutheran tradition is that mm-hmm. everything gets wrapped up in about a 10, 12 minute sermon, <laughs> and we need to have like a thirty minute sermon, don't oh we? On goodness. Sundays, like the Baptists or the. They sure do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But there's a lot here, and this is a wonderful story. I mean, this is an empowering story, I think, ultimately. That's right. Which is why it's great that we can do things like this. I know. And invite people into a deeper experience through maybe not a 30-minute consecutive sermon, Mm -hmm. but a little section here, Mm -hmm. a little section later in the week, and another section on Sunday. Yeah. And maybe on Wednesday. Yeah. So yeah. all the good things. All the good things. Well, we are over our time as always because we could just keep on talking and talking and talking. But this has really been nice. That's right. Okay. I'll look forward to what you have to say on Sunday the 25th. Sunday the 25th. It's going to be great. Indeed. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.